The key to faking out the parents is the clammy hands. It's a good non-specific symptom. A lot of people will tell you that a phony fever is a deadlock. But if you get a nervous mother, you could land in the doctor's office. That's worse than school. What you do is you fake a stomach cramp, and when you're bent over, moaning and wailing, you lick your palms. It's a little childish and stupid, but then, so is high school. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, a feel better ain't proudly brings to you the greatest podcast in the world. It is Aaron Talks Films. Harris is what I'm doing. I am back. I, I've not been very consistent these last few weeks. Um, I do apologise for anyone that listens regularly. It is simply because I have not been well. Um, I was due to record some episodes with Phil, actually, are, are very good. I was going to say sponsor. He's not a sponsor. He's my editor and he's my good friend. Um, I was supposed to record some stuff with him last week, but I was so ill I couldn't breathe properly. I had so much mute. You really want to listen to this. I had so much mucus on my chest that I couldn't talk for longer than five minutes without losing my breath. So, yeah, I had to cancel. Um, and it even made my YouTube channel suffer. I was not able to make any videos for like a week and a half because... Yeah, I've just been so ill and I missed so much as well. Halloween Kills came out and I watched that and it was absolutely brilliant. Last week was DC Fandom. I missed all those trailers and stuff and it's just, it's been really bad. But I am back. I'm feeling a lot, lot better and I'm here. The first thing I wanted to do was make a podcast episode for you lovely listeners. But yeah, this week we've got a lot of news to come your way. We've got uh, Disney delays um, about some MCU release dates. Uh, we have uh, some casting news about John Wick prequel series, The Continental. We have some uh, rumours on a Marvel standalone Hulk movie, maybe. We have news about casting for the Barbie movie. Very strange. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Okay, first off, the news that I would like to cover is a very um, tricky subject. Um, I'm not going to go too much into it because um, it's it's a very sad thing that has happened. Um, Alec Baldwin, uh, the star, and he's he's sorry, it's very hard to get the words right. Um, Alec Baldwin is filming a movie at the moment called Rust. Uh, it's about a cowboy who is convicted of manslaughter, um, even though he's innocent, I believe. I'm not sure of the exact story of the movie. But unfortunately, on the set of this movie, um, Alec Baldwin was handed a prop gun that turned out to not be a prop gun. And he, when fired, he accidentally shot and killed the um, director of photography, Um he also injured the director, Joel Souza, um, during this incident. But as far as I'm aware, Joel Souza is fine and well. Uh, but yes, um, director of photography for that movie, movie, Helena Hutchins, unfortunately passed away. And it's very, very sad. And um, there's going to be a big investigation about the whole thing, about what's happened and why this happened. Um, from what I hear, the prop gun was... Uh, it was either loaded with real ammo or it turned out that the prop gun was not a prop gun. It was actually a real gun and it shouldn't have fired, but it, it did. Um, I'm not sure of the exact details. Like I say, it's a very, very sad story that I've not uh, read too much into. Um, but yeah, the investi- investigation is ongoing. Alec Baldwin has released a statement. Um, it says... Uh, 
There are no words to convey my shock and sadness regarding the tragic accident that took the life of Helena Hutchins, a wife, a mother and deeply admired colleague of ours. I am fully cooperating with the police investigation to address how this tragedy occurred and I am in touch with her husband, offering my support to him and his family. My heart is broken for her husband, their son and all who knew and loved Helena. So yeah, like I say, it's a very it's a very sad and tragic thing to have happened on the set of a movie. It's very rare that these things happen when people uh, are injured, let alone lose their lives on the set of movies because of the very strict um, health and safety regulations. But yeah, on, on very rare occasions, this sort of thing does happen and it's very, very sad. So um, the uh, thoughts and prayers of everyone here, uh, me and anyone involved in this podcast, uh, go out to Helena's family and friends. Uh, but yes, um, now that I've managed to gather myself, hopefully Phil will have uh, cut out some of that dead space there just while I was trying to collect my emotions. Um, <clears throat> we're going to move swiftly on and we're going to talk about uh, some some good things happening in Hollywood. Not except for this. This is nowhere near as tragic as someone losing their lives. But uh, Disney has delayed six MCU release dates uh, and has removed two Marvel movies from its slate. Um, yeah, very, very uh, bad news for Marvel. Obviously, with everything that's going on with COVID, a lot of dates have been pushed back uh, because, you know, unable to film these movies because of COVID regulations and all sorts. It's just such a such an annoying time when it comes to filming movies at the moment. A lot of movies that we should have already had released by now, they have not been released because of this awful, awful world uh, tragedy that is going on right now. Uh, but yeah, uh, let me just get the exact ones that have been moved. Uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, it was previously dated on... Oh my goodness, they... they Americans, why do you put all your dates in different orders? It's very upsetting. Uh, 25th of March 2022, and it has been moved to the 6th of May 2022. That's near my birthday, that should be quite interesting. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder has moved from 6th of May, uh, which is now being taken over by Doctor Strange, 2022, and it has been moved to 8th of July, 2022. Uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever has moved from 8th of July, 2022, now being taken over by Thor Love and Thunder. So I'm trying to read this in numbers and it's very confusing. But that has been moved to the 11th of November, 2022. Uh, previously on that date was the Marvels, and it has now been moved to 17th of February 2023. Ant-Man and the Wasp was on 17th of February 2023, and it has been moved to 28th of July 2023. Uh, an untitled Marvel movie. Uh, the untitled Marvel movie from the 28th of July 2023 has is removed from its schedule. Uh, the other untitled movie, uh, which... I, I can't seem to see the date. I, I took a screenshot of this and now I can't see the dates. So I really should have paid attention. But two other Marvel movies that are untitled have been uh, removed from the schedule. So, yeah, a lot of stuff is going down at Marvel. And by going down, I mean it's not happening. It's it's not a big shock. Again, because of everything that has been happening recently in the world, it's not terrible 
uh, a terrible surprise that these these are being pushed back and some are, are even being cancelled. When they're being cancelled, I can imagine they're not. Um, it says removed from the slate. All that's saying is in the next few years, we're not going to get those movies because they're probably focusing on more important things right now than like trying to get the movies that they do have scheduled to be completed and come out on those dates that they are now being told. So, yeah, it's all up in the air. A lot of them just being pushed back, uh, you know, three or four months, I think, I got from that. So, yeah, they are eventually going to be released. It's just we're going to have to wait a little bit longer for each one, which is a shame, but, again, it's completely understandable. Let's just hope that these movies are really good and we don't get too upset about the fact that we have to wait too long. So when they finally come out, we can just sit back Relax and enjoy, you know, Thor, Love and Thunder and the Marvels. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Ant-Man and the Wasp because I like the first Ant-Man. The second one wasn't great and I'd like to see where they go with that. Yes, yeah, the John Wick prequel series, The Continental, which I have um, mentioned a few times in the past on this podcast and uh, other podcasts and radio shows. Really looking forward to this because I do enjoy John Wick and... It's kind of interesting to see where this whole thing started and where it all comes from. A lot of prequels do not work out, but this is a TV series. We're going to get a lot of time and effort being put into these. Um, but yes, uh, Mel Gibson has officially signed on to star in this show, The Continental. Great. I'm not sure what kind of role he will be taking on. I don't know. Um Mel Gibson, as he has here, he's had a lot of personal problems in the past. Um, he's done a lot of bad things, but he's also done a lot of good things. So when you uh, focus solely on his acting work, incredible. Second to none, he's, he's an incredible actor, an incredible, you know, I was going to say incredible person. When it, when it comes to acting, he's very incredible. So, yeah, I do like Mel Gibson. I do like his body of work and I like him as an actor. I think he's really good and he can bring something really important to this series. You know, he can be a kind of, you know, veteran old head that, you know, runs the sort of system and knows what he's talking about. He's very good in that kind of role. Um, if you go and watch, what movie was it? Kate on Netflix. He was kind of like the bad guy. And um, that movie is not very good like, at all. I'm pretty sure it was Kate. Was it? No, it wasn't Kate. What's the movie that he was in recently? A kind of assassin. I can't even remember what the movie was that I watched for a minute. But he was really good. So, yeah, I like Mel Gibson. I, I, this has been really bad. I do apologise, Phil, and for anyone listening. But, yeah, Mel Gibson's good. Great. I'm looking forward to the series, and I hope it's fun. Okay, we have not had a solo Hulk movie since 2000 and... I want to say nine. Uh, 2009, 2010, around that time, uh, when the character was played by Edwin Norton. That is the last time we had a solo Hulk movie. How crazy is that? And the reason for that is um, the rights are not actually owned. It's 2008. Wow. Um, yeah, the rights to the movie version of Hulk are not actually owned by Marvel, I believe. I believe they're owned by... Uh, I can't remember, or they was owned by this company. I'm not 100% sure what company it is that owns the rights to the movie version of the Hulk, but Marvel are allowed to use the Hulk in uh, ensemble movies. So uh, your Avengers, you know, with Mark Ruffalo in the role, uh, he was also in Thor Ragnarok. So, yeah, anything 
that Hulk can be in where he's alongside other characters from the MCU they are allowed to do. But um, Marvel Studios are reportedly developing a World War Hulk film and it will start production in late 2022. Now, I don't know a lot about World War Hulk. All I do know is uh, Hulk ends up on a planet where there are multiple Hulks. Um, yeah, there are multiple Hulks, and he basically has to go to war, uh, with, which is why it's called World War Hulk. Um, but yeah, uh, the source that I've got here has learned that Marvel Studios has a solo Hulk film in active development, which is going by the total of World War Hulk. Now, these things could change, the whole story could change, it could have absolutely nothing to do with World War Hulk, we'll see. Uh, the film is currently... Slated to start production in late 2022 after the debut of She-Hulk on Disney Plus, which I'm very much looking forward to. With a date, with a production date in 2022, the movie would likely be set for a late 2023 or early to mid 2024 release, which could be one of those ones that we said was removed from the slate. This could be one of the ones that was in that position and could be moved back slightly. Uh, the outlet says that this film is also said to be yet another piece in the puzzle that also sets up a future film project that they hope to reveal later. Great, very interesting. I love Mark Ruffalo. I love him in that role. I love the character of Hulk. I think he's a very interesting character. He's had a very good story arc so far in the MCU. I'd love to see him go off and do his own thing, His own, have his own story, have his own fun. It would be very interesting to see. So, yeah. I'm totally up for this, and I hope they they do move forward with this and give the fans of the Hulk something to look forward to. Because there's all these fans out there that wait so long for a solo movie, you know, one that's actually good. Uh, Edward Norton was quite good in that role, but it was not the best movie. Uh, but now that we have Mark Ruffalo, we have you know the rest of the MCU, we can move forward and we can you know we can do this movie right, and it can give all those fans something that they wanted for so so long. Um, my last piece of news is by far the most funniest thing I've read all week. Um, I didn't know there was even a Barbie movie in production. I think it's crazy. But yeah, um, Margot Robbie has already been cast in the role as Barbie, which I had absolutely no idea in. Or now that I'm saying it, something in the back of my mind is, you know, firing and telling me that this is a thing that I have heard before. Maybe I've just blocked it out because, you know, I don't really want to think about Barbie's solo movie. But yeah, Margot Robbie is going to be Barbie. Ryan Gosling has been cast as the Kendall in this upcoming Barbie movie, and I just think that's incredible. Um, I don't know what this is. I don't know if it's going to be kind of Toy Story S because, as we all know, Barbie and Ken have been in Toy Story, and I really enjoyed that. But it, <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on. Is this live action or is it along the lines of Toy Story, which, you know, could be quite fun and enjoyable if they had that kind of tongue in cheek. You know, these are just toys having their own adventure. Or is it going to be serious and it's going to be some kind of animated kids movie? I don't know. But with actors like Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie in those roles, I, <laughs> I was going to say I have faith. I don't have faith at all i don't know what is going to become of this i just think it's crazy but this is hollywood isn't it this is this is just so weird that there is going to be i hope it's not an action i really i just i 
that's all I want from this is that it's live action and it gives me a good laugh because I'm not going to go to the cinema to see it unless I see a trailer and it absolutely blows me away. But yeah, this is a thing that is definitely happening and I kind of can't wait to see the results. But yeah, that is the end of the news and now we're going to move swiftly on to what has Aaron watched this week? Aaron has been watching quite a lot of stuff this week. Um, Yeah, as I've been ill... um. I can't remember if I said it at the beginning of this podcast or on my YouTube video. I definitely remember saying something along the lines of I've been watching the Halloween movies. Uh, my good friend Jamie texted me and said that he's been watching them all because I think five of them are on Netflix. Um, and I didn't really have any interest in watching them. But then I thought to myself, do you know what? I, I want to see Halloween Kills. So let's go back and watch some of these movies. I think ch- I, I got a chance to watch the first Halloween movie. And then I went along and watched Halloween Kills, which, by the way, is absolutely brilliant. I recommend anyone that is a fan of horror or slashers or Michael Myers himself, go and watch that movie. It's very, very good. I'm not going to spoil anything because, to be honest with you, I can't remember a lot because I saw it like two weeks ago. But, yeah, it is so, so good. So I went back and decided to watch the rest of the Halloween movies, which I hadn't actually seen before. I've seen the first one, the original from the 78. I have seen... Halloween H2O and Halloween Resurrection and also the Pop Zombie reboots, which we won't really get into, even though they were quite good. So yeah, I went back and watched Halloween 2. It was fine. It was a very good follow-up to Halloween, one of the most classic, iconic horror movies of all time. I skipped over I skipped over number three because Halloween 3, The Curse of the Witch, I believe it's called, was had nothing to do with Michael Myers, and a lot of people were actually really pissed with that movie. I then watched Halloween 4 and it started getting very silly and very campy. Along with 5 and 6, they it went such a very strange direction. Um, it went so silly and culty and they put this, this backstory behind Michael Myers that he is, you know, when it first started out, he was just, you know, he's evil and, you know, there's something not quite right with him and he just, he's pure evil, just moving forward you know even though he got shot and stabbed and thrown off buildings all of this because he was so crazy he just kept moving forward despite the pain which is a very unique and interesting idea for a, a, a villain you know fast forward to number six and it turns out he has supernatural powers he you know a cult was giving him these powers so that every time he murdered someone they got powers or something i don't know paul rudd was in it that was quite interesting uh, but yeah, then it got to Halloween H2O and they kind of wiped out all of these movies except for one and two. Halloween Resurrection, it kind of got very stupid again. And then they, they brought back Halloween uh, a few years ago uh, and wiped out absolutely everything except for number one, which is a very interesting way to do things, just retconning every single piece of movie that's come out before because that was all really terrible and they wiped out the whole backstory about uh, Laurie Strode being his sister, and it turns out it's just one of these things. He's just a nut job. But yeah, they're all very interesting movies in their own right. But yeah, I think the best thing to do is watch the original and then move on to Halloween 2019, I believe. Yeah, but other than those, I have recently started watching My Wife and Kids on Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, go back and check some of their stuff out because they have some great stuff from the 90s. Some of the stuff that I grew up on, I was watching Screen of the Teenage Witch. Um, they have Sister Sister on there. 
They have my wife and kids, like I say. They have so much nostalgic stuff on Amazon Prime. It is 100% worth every penny to pay for that subscription every week. It is an absolute delight. I'm really enjoying my wife and kids at the moment. I think I'm nearly at the end of season two, and I'm having so much fun with it. Um, it's kind of distracting me from watching other movies, but hey-ho, it's just a bit of fun to, to do throughout the day, just watching my wife and kids and remembering all those good times that I had when I was a lot, lot younger. But yeah, that's the end of this episode. I'm very sorry it's a short one. Um, like I said, I've just come back from this kind of illness that I've had where um, I've not been able to breathe and talk for very long properly. Um, it's This is kind of like my first foray back into doing this, and it's actually taken a bit of a... a a toll on my throat um, and I've actually got more recording to do tonight so I'm going to have to call it a day for this one but yeah I hope you've enjoyed listening I hope you've all had a great week I hope you've all watched some great movies um, I will be getting some guests on at some point uh, like I mentioned earlier my very good friend Jamie he's such a movie buff as well we're trying to organise him coming on the show because he really knows his stuff and um, as soon as he manages to get some kind of recording equipment, he's going to join me and it's going to be good fun because we do have very in-depth conversations about movies and we've also started playing a game. Uh, we message each other um, clues about actors and we have to guess the actors and it's, it's very hard to not do it without going on Google, but I don't go on Google. I'd really try my hardest to try and guess these and it's really good fun and we're going to try and do some of those on the show at some point again once he gets the recording equipment but yeah that should be coming up soon and um, i will be getting other guests as well but thank you very much for listening um and if i don't see you good morning good afternoon and good night